Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I'd love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question actually came in through two independent questions from two different people. The questions are virtually the same, so I'll answer it once. Both Chad and Michelle asked a variation on, they have a portfolio of smaller multifamily properties made up of duplexes, triplexes, and some singles. They're thinking of putting a blanket mortgage across the entire portfolio. The question is how to value the portfolio. Should they be valuing each individual property independently or using a cap rate calculation to value the portfolio as a whole? Both Chad and Michelle, this is a great question. Let's start by discussing how an appraiser would look at valuation for a property. They evaluate a property using three different methods. Number one, replacement cost, that is what it would cost to build the new property. Number two, comparable sales, or number three, multiples of net income, often what's called cap rate. The problem exists when the three methods don't agree. Which of the three do you select? Generally, the appraiser will choose the lowest of the three, but here too, they need to apply some judgment and discard the ones that don't apply. The biggest problem in particular for commercial real estate is that in many cases, there are no truly comparable properties in the same area. And in those cases, a like-for-like comparison is truly impossible. If your property is a 10-unit building, there may not be any other 10-unit buildings in the area. It might be a 12-unit, a 16-unit, a 20-unit, so exactly how do you compare it? Do you compare price per unit? Do you compare price per square foot? Are the properties truly comparable? Meaning, are they of a similar vintage? Do they have the same levels of finish? Do they attract a similar tenant base? And if not, they're not truly comparable properties. Next, the appraiser will look at replacement costs. They're going to look at the finishes of the building and make a per square foot estimate to construct a new version of the same building today. Oftentimes, buildings are trading below construction costs because they might have been built maybe decades ago and the increase in value has not kept pace with the rising cost of new construction. And then finally, the third method is multiples of net income. This is where the property is valued on its ability to generate profit. That is, after all, why we real estate investors are in this business to begin with. An appraiser might look at, say, a B-class apartment building, what they're trading for in the area, might be a 6.5% cap rate, and then they're going to analyze the financials for your building and determine the income and expenses for your property based on a bank-approved model, maybe not your model, but the bank's model, for similar properties in the local area. Now, your case is a little bit different. If all the properties are within a small geographic radius, say a few blocks from each other, and you can effectively treat the portfolio the same as you might a single building, then what you're proposing might make sense. If all the properties are of similar vintage and all the apartments are similarly positioned in the market, then you can truly put them together as a group. But if one of them is, say, student housing, and then two are low-income subsidized housing, and the third is a straight market rate rental, then grouping them together starts to feel a little bit unnatural to me. It starts to feel like a forced fit. They're too different to be lumped together. If they're similar enough in terms of market positioning, then what you're proposing actually makes sense. The approach you're suggesting is something we did, in fact, several times nearly a decade ago. In our case, we built a portfolio of properties in a small geographic radius of a few blocks in Philadelphia. Almost all the units were rented to students, and they were all pretty similar in terms of quality of finish. The rent for each bedroom for student housing was very similar. It was within a few dollars. 
the lender was comfortable with putting a blanket mortgage across the entire portfolio, and in our case, the appraiser did exactly what we expected. They provided the valuation calculation using all three methods, replacement cost, comparable sales, and cap rate. Now, we bought the properties at a good price, and the cost of renovation wasn't that high. Replacement costs would have resulted in a valuation much higher than it cost us to purchase and improve the properties. So in the end, the appraiser settled on the cap rate method to value the properties, but it wasn't a given that they in fact would do that. You also need to be aware that the lender might want to look at the yield on cost instead of the cap rate. Now you might not be familiar with the term yield on cost. It's a calculation which is similar to the cap rate calculation. So to calculate yield on cost, you take the net operating income at stabilization and you divide that by the total project cost, whereas the cap rate, or the capitalization rate, is the stabilized net operating income divided by the market value of the property. And those are different. And think of it this way. The lender may have in their loan terms two numbers. They may say, we'll lend you the lesser of, say, 80% loan to cost or 75% loan to value. So they're going to look at both what it costs you to build the project and what the value would be in the open market. Now, some lenders like to be conservative. And they don't want to lend you so much money that you cash out of your initial investment. They may want you to keep some of your own cash in the deal. And the only way to truly answer your question is to get your specific case with your lender in front of an appraiser so they can evaluate your own unique situation. Well, I want to thank you both, Chad and Michelle, for a great question. And as you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>